0: Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here. Locked on Nationals podcast. Today it is the 10th of April 2022. It is Sunday. We're here to recap the last three games of the Washington Nationals weekend series against the New York Mets. The Nets salvaged the final game thanks to some late inning heroics from both Lucius Fox and Nelson Cruz. We'll get to that and a whole lot more from the weekend. But first, today's show is brought to you all by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. More from them later Breakdowns coming for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday's games between the Mets and the Nats. It's coming up next on today's show. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, hello everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show wherever you podcast podcasts and on YouTube as well. Apologies, still dealing with the allergies right now, so I sound a bit under the weather, but I'm all good uh, traveling this weekend, so I wasn't able to do as much stuff between games. But uh, we had a show on Friday recapping what happened on opening day. Let's take care of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and let's go in reverse orders. We can do the most recent stuff uh, that happened first. The Nationals, they've got a lot of problems. They've got a lot of things they have to look at this season. We knew they wouldn't be a great team, but they, they have a lot of problems they have to fix. We know this coming out coming out of the shoot. But the good news is the Nationals did salvage one game of a four-game set with the New York Mets. They won today's Sunday finale 4-2. to and things were really stagnant in the beginning of the game for them. But they scored three runs in the eighth inning to take a two-run lead. And then Tanner Rainey got the job done in the ninth, and the Nats took care of business. This is why the Nationals were success- successful today. Number one, the pitching. Eric Fetty was the first pitcher of the Nats had all weekend to complete five innings. Five innings, five hits, two runs, five Ks. Good start for him. I so thought was a very strong start through 87 pitches. He started to, to waver. In the same spot that a lot of the other Nationals pitchers had wavered, right? We saw him, uh, you know, in that fourth inning area through 30 pitches, the fourth of the fifth through 30 pitches, and, you know, ends up being able to, okay, you know, hold down the damage. Well, the rest of the way, the Nationals were flawless. The next four innings, Steve Ciszek, our old friend Sean Doolittle, Kyle Finnegan, and Tanner Rainey. And each of these guys represent something different. Cis- Ciszek is a new guy, obviously, Doolittle, in a sense, is a new guy, but you know we know we've seen him before. But new word of this bullpen, at least, in Finnegan and Rainey get the job done, and those two guys are two guys that are holdovers that we're interested to see. Hey, what is their positioning going to be in this year's bullpen? Now, Will Harris is not there yet with the Nationals, still dealing, uh, recovering from an injury, and then obviously Mason Thompson hits the ten-day IL. We'll mention that tomorrow night, but or about uh, you know last night's game. Later on in the show, but uh, for right now, I mean, this was a really strong effort, and um, you know, you get the guys going four Ks, just two hits in four innings of work. This lineup has done a pretty good job the last couple of days. Of the New York Mets, so I thought uh, that was pretty impressive um, from that perspective. I, I think the bullpen getting the job done today is something that we need. To, you know, not sure how many times we're going to say that moving forward, but also it was the first time they were put in a better position than they have been all weekend, right? They were called in to spell pitchers who were not getting the job done in the first few days, and that was a huge part of it and then in the eighth inning, good patient at bats, uh you know against guys that like uh, you know Jason Shreve, who was left in a little bit too long. I actually thought they should have pulled him after the after he gets out soda I, I know they wanted to get him some work. I actually heard part of the Mets broadcast on the radio uh I heard them saying, "Hey, look." You know this is they want to get Shreve and Williams, the two guys who ended the game work the only two guys who had not gotten work for the Mets all weekend they wanted to get them work. Well Shreve thought they should have pulled him after he gets to Soto out that was a good the good spot for him Then Trevor Williams comes in and uh, you know he struggles as well. and so you know this this gets perpetuated uh, the, f- the scoring does by an error uh lucius fox with the squeeze great day for him man had the great defensive play at shortstop and then has this just spark plug of a play with the sacrifice uh where he moves the runners over out executing the mets to tie the game and then there's runners on second and third what you have to do in that situation is uh with Juan soto coming up you know i saw people saying oh pitch you know you don't pitch soto there um and Nelson Cruz makes him pay. Nelson Cruz hits the ball up the middle. You know, he's had a rough start to the, to the series, I I've thought. Um, and then he you know, comes through as as things went on today and goes two for three today, has the home run and has the two RBIs uh later on in the game that end up sealing this thing. So timely offense, not good offense. The Nats scored four runs on five hits today. It was not consistent, despite the fact the pitching finally gave them a good effort. And this is going to be the story all year. I mean, I've been saying coming into the season, I think the offense should be should still be decent. And we've seen that throughout the weekend. Like Bell, Cruz, and Soto have all had their moments. What made last year's mid June Nats team so good was uh, Soto, um, uh, Kyle Schwarber, and Trey Turner all having their moments simultaneously in a game right one built off the next built off the next if the Nats want to continue having good offense or offense that resemble what they had in that last inning they have to get that going as you know they have to get those three going so we've seen all three of them separate make stuff happen but they have to do it all together if the Nats want to be competitive that's that's what we're going to be kind of looking at talking about thinking about as we move forward here so just keep that in mind all right let's go to Saturday's game but first Quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline. Go to BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. You guys will find odds for Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs coming up, they have NFL draft odds, F1, NASCAR, UFC, boxing, all of which took place over the course of the weekend. You can bet on all of it at BetOnline.net. And betonline.net today. It's your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to esports and more. Head to the website on your mobile device or your laptop today or whatever you got. iPod touch to those connection, As long as you're 21 or over, you'll be good to go. Bet online, it's where the game starts. All right, so I'm going to touch on the pen here in one second as we get through the rest of the games because Tanner Rainey was really good today. Um, and so is Kyle Finnegan uh, last night for the Nationals five zero loss, and we saw saw Yowana Don um, Adonadon get through you know a pretty good start like the first like four innings were good, and then they just really got to him. And, and one thing the broadcast mentioned Bob and I thought Kevin Franzen, who's been killing it so far. He mentioned how Chris Bassett who had six K's and had six innings, three hits and no run or eight Ks excuse me and didn't give up a run, only allowed three hits has six pitches and he's 33 years old and knows how to use all of them effectively. Right. We go over to a Don who's only got three pitches and he's 24 years old or 23 years old, excuse me. And so he's using all those pitches from the start. So when you hit that lineup third, second time, third time through against those experienced guys, they're going to get you And that front part of the Mets lineup, got him, And especially, you know, they all got on base and Pete Alonzo drove them in. So I thought there was some encouraging signs, from, uh, from Juan Adone and, you know, four and a third, four hits, four earned runs, three Ks. So it kind of a mixed bag for him, but I don't think the numbers totally tell the story in terms of, you know, just the, the raw numbers. If you look at the progression and how it happened and look at kind of how it happened the first few days, things got worse as the game went along, you know, that that's where they were. And so five plus innings, uh, you know, uh, from the bullpen or excuse me, four and two thirds from the bullpen, both Finnegan, Rainey, Thompson, Machado all out there for, you know, and and all those guys made more than one appearance so far this weekend. So, you know, the nationals, they, they are, they dug into their bullpen a really good amount this weekend because Eric Fetty was the only guy who made through five full and he only only went five full. And the news came down that no Anibal Sanchez in the first game of the series against uh, Philadelphia, excuse me, against the Braves, because, because he's got the neck issue still bothering him. So the Nationals are going to have to navigate that. This this is already difficult for them. And this is why I'd mentioned the offseason. They should have built up more starting pitching depth. They should have gotten another veteran arm. They should have been in the market for another guy that could have helped them, not somebody like Anibal Sanchez, who's just coming back. Uh, you know, when you've got Ross and Strasburg on the shelf, you need to find somebody else. Now, I know that they think, okay, we'll integrate those guys back into the rotation and everything's going to be fine. But, you know, you're going to – I mean, we don't trust these guys yet. Like like Josiah Gray, hard to trust. Patrick Corbin's not back yet. Adone's a, a, a new guy. Sanchez has not pitched the majors, missed all of last season because, you know, he wasn't good enough and, and had, to, had to take a year off and to come back. So, uh, you know, Fetty's a guy who's had a lot of his questions. Even Joe Ross, who I thought had a really good year last year, we have questions about him too, and Steven Strasberg's injured. So, you know, there's no guy in this lineup every five days that's a sure thing in terms of like, okay, I know what I'm getting effort wise, inconsistency wise. I know I'm getting, you know, a Max Scherzer who can pitch poorly and then, you know, rebound from that. Like, I think they can get Corbin back there. I think, um, I think Joe Ross can get there. I think, you know, at some point, Josiah Gray can get there, but nobody's at that point yet. And that's going to tax your bullpen. 100% is going to tax your bullpen. And that's the one thing that killed the Nationals last year, and it's already hurting the Nationals this year, is how much they dug into the bullpen. Now, I will say this, really good stuff so far from both Kyle Finnegan and Tanner Rainey. And Tanner Rainey, at this point, no, know he pitched yesterday at, you know, middle of the game, but they gave him the ninth today. Thought that was significant. That's a guy that struggled so much last year and came in the ninth Mark Hanna gets on base against everybody. So it's okay that he gets on and then gets two big outs. You know, he, he did a good job uh, there working to the rest of the inning and getting the job done. So Tanner Rainey, build that confidence up and, you know, hopefully you can be that ninth inning guy for them. The tough thing from yesterday's game with the bicep injury to Mason Thompson threw two balls in the third one, just totally lost control. And not like the guy that we've, you know, seen recently. And um, that that's, that's tough already for the Nationals to, you know, not have Anibal Sanchez in the rotation and not have, not have Mason Thompson as a young guy who they need to get evaluated. We obviously, we'll make sure he's good first. But that's the guy I wanted to see in the back end of the rotation. Hopefully, it's nothing major uh, for, for Mason Thompson. So that's what happened in the Saturday game. Now, let's take our attention to Friday's, uh, to Friday's contest. Nationals, Mets, Max Scherzer return. This highlighted something. I'm not sure if it was the weather. I'm not sure what the situation was. The crowds were really poor this weekend. You saw it today on TV, 62% for Max Scherzer's return, the best pitcher in new franchise history, I should say, a Hall of Famer, part of the World Championship winning team. And because it was cold, you only get 25,677 out, 62%. Last night, Saturday night, 21,369, then – I have not gotten an attendance number on today. Let me go and check the game cast from ESPN to get that number for you all. But it did not look very good. It was uh, 23,158. So higher attendance today, the day game, the night game last night, 56% attendance Opening weekends, usually we can get guys, get guys, get everybody in the ballpark. That and kind of when the, st- the spring boon happens and the weather is nice, right? And division rivals are in town. The Braves are in town. Mets are in town. Uh, you know, Phillies are in town. You know, you get the away fans coming as well. Yankees, Interleague Series, Red Sox, Interleague Series. That's usually when you can, you can fill the ballpark, not the case, man. And so that was kind of upsetting to see. Nats fans, we know y'all can pack it, so – you got to get out there. Our guy, Matt Wyrick covered the games, you know, most of the time was there as a fan today. So shout out to Matt for getting out there and, and you know, getting after it. Um, but that that game that we saw, game two of the series, Max returning, great moment. And then obviously the light delay happened, which was really odd. But this was such a weird game because you have the light delay, you have Max Scherzer at Nats Park on the bump and a Mets jersey and then you, and then you got Josiah Gray, who was the guy, one of the guys they traded for, uh, you know, in there. And K Barrett gets two hits. And so we'll talk about him more, uh, tomorrow on tomorrow's show, especially to, you know, about good things we saw from the weekend and kind of stuff moving forward. But, um, you know, this, it was just all weird. And then the Brandon, uh, the, excuse me, the, uh, uh, Lindor getting hit thing happens. So, you know, Lindor gets hit and has to get, and has to leave the game and that happens in the let's see that one uh wasn't the top of the fifth lindor gets hit so um he gets hit that's the third batter in the first two days second gets hit up near the, near the head area the mets were not having any of it and steve ceshek really was like took offense to it not sure if he meant to do it or not i really don't think he did but the the mets have a legit gripe getting hit in the upper body area you know multiple times in two days it's like, come on, you know, like, like we got to be able to keep it away. And also you didn't see that really happen the rest of the rest of the series. So I thought the Mets had a legit gripe. Sechek um, was red hot coming out of there. You know, he was, he was fired up and angry and good thing Lindor was okay. Don't like to see it happen to anybody. Mets did not retaliate. I'm sure something happens down the line. And It is baseball. I don't like how it works. That throwing a projectile at somebody is how you get back at someone. Don't think it should be how it works. Um, you know, but the, but the, the nationals, you know, you you can be angry at them for for what they did, and uh, and this game it was another one where the, where the pitching did let them down on Friday. Night. I'm sorry sorry from saying Saturday, but uh, Josiah Gray keeping the ball in the ballpark, four innings, eight hits, four runs, all earned, five K's on 80 pitches, that variety, and he's got to work on it. Now, once again, he's young, right? Just 24 years old. Uh, you know, so this kid is a young guy, younger than I am. Just uh, turned 25 recently, so. Young guy, and I've always said, I think thirties, late uh, early thirties, normally, if you're able to keep a semi healthy, um, you know, semi healthy arm, it is kind of your pitching prime. This guy's way off what we consider his real prime. Prime. He's got a lot to learn, but he's got a lot to like. I think that's the two things that I have to say. The Max Scherzer typical Max Scherzer outing in this game, but the Nationals' offense this weekend had a bunch of difficult games. When it, you know when it came to the the hitting department, um, it just felt like for them that you know things were not always uh, great. You know, they left three guys on base, but really didn't have a whole lot going uh, in that game. You know against the against the Mets, uh, a lot of these games and the late offense came late, as I just mentioned. So we're going to take a look tomorrow as we look uh, look ahead to the Brave series and really evaluate like what went well this weekend for the Nationals hitting and what didn't because. I think you look at a few guys and you say Nelson Cruz, you know, he's two or he's three for 16, but had two moments, right, in one game. Helped them win the game. Juan's three for 14, um, but he has had moments as well. Josh Bell, great start, four for 13, 308. Uh, you know, had moments as well. Then, you know, Ruiz, moments, four guys, four for 11 right now. But then you go Franco, uh, Escobar, Ro- Robles, Thomas, um, you know, there's a bunch of guys who are over. Thomas, Robles, Escobar, combine those guys together. Excuse me, combine those, those guys together. One for 25 is what you get with those guys. Cesar Hernandez, rough start, three for 18 as well. And like, I'll take the three for 18, but you got to have, you know, uh, Nelson Cruz is three for 16. And so is Hernandez, excuse me, not three for 18. But you got to have some impactful moments in there if you hit that poorly. Once again, small sample size, but there's a lot to digest, a lot to talk about there and those things, and we'll really dive into it tomorrow. But the, the story for me is it's amazing the Nats walked out of this series with, uh, with a win because they offensively were horrible for most of the series. Um, pitching, they didn't get in the fifth inning. you know, It only got through it one time. Uh, let's see, the Mets scored, let's see, 5, 7, 12, uh, let's see, doing quick math, 12, 17, 19 runs. And the Mets, uh, excuse me, yes, the Mets scored 5, 12, 17, 19 runs. The Nationals scored 4, 5, uh, let's see, 4. So the, the Nats end up scoring 13 runs in the series. So relatively close in terms of like runs, but also in the end, the offense just wasn't very impressive at, at all the offensive output in the end of the game today once again nice to see it but 1304 like you could, you know that you could make an argument you should lose all of those games uh you know you can make an argument you really should lose all of those games so nats are fortunate i think this might be a sign for things to come this year hate to be that guy but that's kind of how i'm feeling at this point all right quick word from our sponsors today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. builtbar to built.com today that's built.com use promo code lock15 L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off. You guys get 15% off on their new flavors, such as mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. It's the best tasting protein bar in the game today. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein right now at Built.com. Once again, Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15 5 LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com today. All right, so coming up tomorrow, Talk about K. Ruiz, really great start. The Nationals' defense, really great start. And what the Nationals do can get this lineup going, and then we'll just ask all the questions we have to ask about the pitching. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore as well, personally. Find the show, Locked On Nationals, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube now as well. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.